Naturalista Experience. And hello, 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 loves. It's me, Katie Naturalista. Today's date is Saturday, March 24th, 2018. Welcome and thank you for tuning in. Today we have another exciting show scheduled. We will be going into part three of No One Knows a Poet. We're going to have a special surprise in store for you guys today. So, ooh. Stay tuned to find out what it is. But before we get into today's topic, I'd like to drop you this track by the internet featuring Tay Walker titled, You Don't Even Know, on The Naturally Sick Experience. You're beautiful, you brighten up my day. And when your skin touches mine, I get goosebumps right away. I'm a fiend for your attention 
All right, loves, you are tuned in to the Naturalist Experience. Just a reminder of how you guys can find and follow me. Catch me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Katie Naturalista. Also, subscribe and watch my YouTube channel to get your daily and weekly poetry fill. Follow and listen to the Naturalist Experience podcast on Block Talk Radio. And to all you listeners, look below. In the description line, you will see a few links there. Um, they're going to take you to many different platforms to listen to The Naturalist Experience, as well as show you where to purchase my two books. We have Real Love, Real Life, which is my newly released book, and my debut book, must redeem love and pain life reclaimed also stop by naturalistapublishing.com and make sure that you guys get your naturalista t-shirts you can even contribute to the naturalista experience via patreon just check out patreon.com forward slash katie underscore naturalista so again today's topic loves is no one knows a poet part Three. Just so you all know, I uh, just want to give you guys a heads up. No One Knows a Poet is going to be a monthly series that we'll be hosting on the Naturalist Experience. If you want to find out and learn more as to how you can be featured on the Naturalist Experience, again, just check out patreon.com forward slash Katie underscore Naturalista, K A T Y underscore N-A-T-U-R-A-L-I-S-T-A. We would love to have you guys on the show, love to be able to give you that exposure. Um, and again, remember, it's just patreon.com forward slash Katie underscore Naturalista. The goal um, in us doing this segment, it's mainly just to keep the art of spoken word alive um, and to also just keep creativity alive. So you're not just, you know, stuck at being a poet to be on the show. You could be anything, be into anything, as long as appropriate for the air <laughs> so of course loves join us in the creative cause and let's keep this thing rolling so um of course you guys know that i said before the break we do have a special something for you today on the show but of course i'm going to keep you guys guessing so we're going to take another quick break here you're going to hear hypnotized by jmsn and then right behind that you're going to hear never mind by bd bell both of those you're hearing that on the naturalista experience I don't really know what I want to change. Yeah, yeah. 
Yourself a 
And all right, loves, welcome back to the Naturally Sick Experience. So as you all know, I've been saying that we have a special surprise for you guys today on the show. Um, so we actually have a special guest joining us. He's hailing all the way from NYC. He's a spoken word artist. His name is Hattress. So we're going to go ahead and bring him on in so that way you guys can meet the man behind the words. So. Hello, hello. Hello. Hey, Hattress, you there? Hey, I'm here, hey. I'm here. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us today. So welcome to the show, my brother. You feeling all right this evening? I'm feeling great. How you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. You know, just going with the show, going with the flow. <laughs> it's a wonderful show, by the way. I, I listened to two of the episodes, and I was like, wow, she, she's really deep. I want to be a part uh, of this. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I'm so glad to have you on this evening. So, of course, we brought you on today for our segment, No One Knows a Poet. So we want to let, you know, the world know more about you. So tell us, you know, who who is Hattress and, and what do you do? Well, Hattress, myself, um, <laughs> I'm a poet, writer, spoken word artist. Anything in creative writing, I really stick to. And... um you know, I'm from New York. I'm from Harlem specifically, but I have roots in Atlanta. I've been down there for a while. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So when did you make that transition from Atlanta to NYC? I actually have only been back in New York for about three years. I was in Latonia, Georgia for about 10 years. I grew up down there. Okay, cool. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. And then so- You're in Georgia, right? I am. I'm actually in Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm <laughs> very familiar with like okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, another question, you know, you know, you said that you are a writer. Um, you know, you are from you know Harlem, but then lived in Atlanta. But you know, the question to no one knows a poet is is why do you do what you do? I would say um, I feel like creation is very important. Um, and you mm-hmm. as an artist, I, I think you would agree. Like, it's very important to be your authentic self, to be your true self, and give yourself a voice that other people could resonate with and would understand and actually feel like they can do the same thing. Like, everyone has experiences that need to be out there. Definitely, definitely. And then as far as your, your background as a writer, you know, what does your background stem from? Or, you know, what what, you know, kind of builds your resume in being a spoken word artist or a poet? So as a spoken word artist, it's fairly new. I've literally had my first performance um, last year in the summertime. Um, mm-hmm. But as I've been writing all, all of my life. So I've been writing since I was about 12. It was really therapy, and it still is to this day. Um, mm-hmm. But you know how things evolve and progress as you do it more. So that's been my hobby for the majority of my life. And now I'm trying to take it to another plateau. Definitely. And what would you say that plateau is, Hattress? For me, I want to put out. A, I want to be like you. I want to put out a <laughs> book. I haven't put out. I've been writing so much, and it's just so difficult, like gaining the structure and the knowledge that you need for that type of industry to like really release something that you're happy about, that you're proud of. Right, right, right. I can definitely relate, and I definitely understand <laughs> that. It's like putting your your words. Right Exactly, because it, one, it's, it's getting all of those thoughts together, and then two, it's like once you get those thoughts together, it's like, do I really want to expose this to the world? Is this okay? Because mm-hmm. I'm kind of making myself vulnerable, but it's okay. Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, other people 
go through these things and and that's what that's what the the beauty of being a poet is because you're showing your vulnerability so that other people can possibly not feel so vulnerable or feel embarrassed about what their true feelings are. I definitely agree. Definitely agree. <laughs> yes. Definitely. And so again that brings us to the next thing. What's uh important to you as a poet? Um for me I, I... I think one authenticity is very important. I want to tell my true story. I don't want to lie about anything. I want to say how I feel as well as it may be. Um, mm-hmm. And then two, which should have been number one, but really I want to be used by God. Like I just want to make sure that every step that I take is in the right direction and in the eyes of God, like that it's what I'm supposed to be doing. Use me as a catalyst. That's really, that's all we're here for, I feel like. Right, right, and that and that's so true because everybody has a purpose to fill. I talk about that a lot in a, in a lot mm-hmm. of my pieces about the purpose. And then um, I know that you said that you you actually did writing as a therapy, and then you know kind of built it up to you know being a poet, and then of course being a spoken word artist. How do you feel like you have evolved as a poet over time? Like, um, how have you changed over time in your writing or even in your own life? I think uh, well. Of course, I've changed in my life. As we grow older, we go through things and we learn to adjust. But I think in writing, I think reading more, um, right. reading some of the great authors and poets, you know, Langston Hughes, Maya Angelou is my favorite writer, period. I just felt like her work transcended race. It transcended everything. Like It was just like a visual gut feeling that you got from reading her words. Um, mm-hmm. It changed my style a lot and I think when I was young I, I used to write a lot about what I was going through um, mm-hmm. and then I realized that um, what I was going through pretty much the whole world was going through because we all had these situations so it kind of changed my perspective in the topics that I chose to write about so even with my spoken word pieces like they're not from a selfish perspective they're just from an outsider observing um, yeah. perspective but also I'm still included of course because I'm I'm living in this world also, so this is what I go through also. But it's not just about me at that moment. That's so true. That that's very true, and and I can relate to that sense as well, um, because you know, especially um, the one thing that I that I like to highlight in, in a lot of my recent writings, you know, being black in America is not easy. <laughs> it, it's not Tell easy. Tell me no about matter. it. <laughs> and it's like no matter if you're coming from the male forefront of it or the woman perspective of it, 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 it's not easy. And a lot of people, I feel like, you know, don't understand what we go through. Um, and there's so much separation and division. And it's time to, you know, kind of bring it back to that unity and that that community type feel with our mm-hmm. people. Um, and you know, just kind of. I, I would agree. I would yeah. agree. I feel like I feel like a lot of people, like you said, a lot of people don't understand. I feel like mm-hmm. the majority of people do understand, but when yeah. we have um, systems in place that um, operate from oppression, it's kind of hard yeah. to reject that if some other people are benefiting from that same oppression. You can't just reject that. That would go against, like, the natural way of things, right? Like, <laughs> it's hard. True. That's very, very it's true. Very hard. Very true. And then um, I know that you said that one of your um, your most inspiring uh, people that you kind of identify with is Maya Angelou. Do you have anybody else that you would like to add to that list of, of poetry? Or even if you were thinking about music-wise, what are what are some other artists or poets that you may oh, identify man. with? There's so many. Oh, man. Um, so when it comes to spoken <laughs> word, 
Now, I'll start with uh-huh. Jordan it's, I've been on my journey this past year. I've, I've met a lot of really, really dope artists, people who are, like, humble and down to earth, and their work is just amazing. Like, my guy, Cito Blanco, like, he's based out of Brooklyn. But mm-hmm. every time I share a stage with him, it's just, like, you know how some people have words and some people have energy and just stage performance? He has both. So it's like that's one of that's one of the people that I kind of look up to and just say, hey, I see what you're doing. I like that. Um, you, because you, like, I've been following you for a while, and I've seen your journey, and I've seen that everything that you've been doing, like with the books and the promotion, and even this even this blog, this podcast, this is amazing. Like, just I like I love seeing black people motivated and doing what they're supposed to be doing to go to the next level. Mm-hmm. I appreciate Music that. Wise, I really, really did. <laughs> you said what? No, you're amazing. You're amazing. But music-wise, Drake. Mm-hmm. I just leave it at that. That's, he does everything. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Music, I can say, is one of those things that's kind of like my, my inspiration to also write. Um, and I know a lot of people, because you can feed off of just certain beats or even lyrics that just, you know, kind of get your mind right to, to put down that next piece. <laughs> exactly. It's, just, it's mm-hmm. creation creates creation, right? Like, so we all right. get inspired from everything. Right, right, right. And it is so true. So leads us to another question, because uh, I know that we all kind of go through them and we probably face these moments, but uh, <laughs> what would you say is your most embarrassing moment that you've had? Oh, I've had a few. <laughs> but I, I feel like... <laughs> I feel like it's important to go through those because it's, these are growing moments. So I would say my most embarrassing moment was uh, I had a show in February, a little bit before my birthday. Um, mm-hmm. And it was like one of my biggest shows because I invited so many people. I probably had like 40, 50 people come out just to see me. And I was on a lineup with about eight other artists, like rap, singing, spoken word. And I had just finished a piece that same day that I wanted to perform because I felt like it was important. And mm-hmm. um, I just went blank in the middle of the piece. <laughs> and, and it's like there was no coming back. And I didn't want to pull out my phone because, like, I'm just, I don't know, I should have been way more prepared. But even that situation itself drove me to just really go home and go on and, like, learn my piece and edit it and hit a stage the next day and do it successfully here. It just was a motivating factor for me. That's what I'm talking about. It's like last night took an L, but tonight I bounce back. <laughs> exactly. I love it. Exactly. I love you, it. You cannot, you can't keep those L's. You might take them, but you, <laughs> you got to keep pushing forward. That's not exactly. true. Exactly. Exactly. And so I know that you said that you were also, um, you know, wanting to possibly publish a book. Um, but, you know, do you have any other dream projects in the work that you that you would like to do on top of that book? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, the book is actually coming soon. I'm in the works. I'm just, um, I sent it to my editor. It should be out in June. Hopefully, things for it. Um, but one of my dreams, honestly, is Truthfully, to win a Grammy off the spoken word EP, they open up that category now, so it's possible. And so I'm like, wow, why not do that? Because I have a lot of artist friends who do sing, they do spoken word, and I feel like as a collaborative project, it would be amazing, and we can say yeah. so much. 
Yeah, you really can. And I've seen, I have actually seen that be a trend um, as we go. Um, there's a few artists that I've seen that have used spoken word artists in the beginning of their, um, their you know, rap songs or, or mm-hmm. whatever it may be. I think Kendrick Lamar did it in one. And then um, mm-hmm. another guy, I think his name is Kareem. He did one as well. And I was like, oh, this is really dope. So I could exactly. definitely see that happening. <laughs> exactly. And, so um, I know that you said that you are working on the book to come out. Um, you are looking into going with the EP. What are going to be the next steps for Hatchers from here? Like, what can you tell us kind of like a play-by-play with not giving, you know, without giving us too much? <laughs> well, um, so my book, um, If Ever We Were Lost, is coming out in June. Um, I have a show next Saturday on the 31st up here at um, New Old Rock Deli. It's downtown New York. I know it sounds foreign. <laughs> but that's going to be an amazing show. It's a lot of dope artists that's going to come out that night. Um, and, yeah, other than that, just trying to perfect my craft and meet some amazing people along the way. That's awesome. That is so awesome, Hatchers. Well, of course, we are going to have you, you know, come come back, you know, and do a piece for us. We're going to take a quick short break here, um, you know, from the from the air. And then, like I said, we'll bring you back on and then you'll perform a piece for us. Right. OK, no problem. I definitely have something ready. Awesome, awesome, awesome. We are so excited. So, again, loves, we are going to go ahead and take a quick break here. You guys are going to hear this track by Evil Needle titled Mood Music, and you'll be hearing this tune on the Naturalista Experience. We'll be back after the break.
Welcome back to the Naturalista Experience. So before the break, um, we were talking to Mr. Hatteras, who is a spoken word artist out of NYC. Um, he is going to go ahead and perform a nice piece for us. So we're going to go ahead and bring him back on the air. Hatteras? Hey. Hey, love. Hello. You still... Hey, can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay, wonderful. All right, Hatcher. So we're going to go ahead and have you perform a piece for us. That way you can just go ahead and show your magic to the world. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Thank you for opening up the stage for me. Um, This poem is called Literary Devices. 
I want to make you a metaphor. I want to censor you in ink until my lines curve into your figure and I forget just what I have to say. I want to feel every bit of your inside until your skin gets jealous. I want to touch you in ways you can never tell your mama and make your daddy want to shoot me. I want to pour into you until you fall. And spilling out onto satin sheets, I want to reach the parts of your soul you keep out of reach. I want to make you a simile. Because your smile shines like the sun. I want to be cliche with you just like my last line. I want to count the freckles on your cheeks and kiss your skin like cocoa butter on cold days. I want to soak into you when we are done. I want to alliterate that assonance, perfectly preserved presence, mastering mixing emotions that penetrate the pores of my manhood. I can never be done with you. That's an oxymoron. I want our story to be the parable Jesus kept to himself to only tell true lovers to explain satire because they were sure they were doing it right. When love becomes taboo, I want your name to euphemize, I love you too. And every letter will be a soliloquy that ultimately explains agape, if that even exists. I want to write odes to you with no specific rhyme scheme at all. To recite on stage and tell Shakespeare he's been doing it wrong for too long because he has yet to meet you. I was literally trying to find the perfect literary device to captivate the the rarity of you. And then I realized, you take my words away. (laughs) That was called literary devices. That was awesome, Hatchers. Very, very dope, my brother. I loved it. So, um, again, Hatchers, thank you for giving us that. So tell us, you know, where can people like to follow you. Shout out your social media for us. Okay, okay. So I'm usually on Instagram, always on Instagram. Um, my Instagram name is I am underscore H Barbour, B A R B O U R I I I. If that's too much, you could just look my name up on Instagram, search bar Hatchress, H A T T R E S S. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So make sure you guys write that down so you guys can check out Hatchress. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> before the break, we did have um, a caller call in. Um, they actually had a question that they wanted to um, to ask uh, Hatchis and I uh, about how, you know, we, we go through uh, how to get everything to the public. So, we're going to go ahead and bring the caller on. Let's see if we can have a question about that question. So, okay. All right. And Jacqueline, are you still there, love? Yes, I am. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. Yes, I am. Hey, Jacqueline. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yes. Go ahead and ask that question for us one more time. Um, That way, you know, Hatchis and I can go ahead and, you know, give you that response so we can teach you that next step. Well, my question is, is there ever a point where you, Overcome the um, the anxiety. I, I is the only word I could uh, use at this moment. Um, when it comes to presenting your your bearing your soul basically to an audience. Mhm. Mhm. Is there ever a time where you have you ever just been okay with it? Or do you ever have that monkey mind chat, chatter going on in the back of your mind? When do you when, did, be- when did it <laughs> I'm going to be totally honest um, I don't think you do <laughs> I think after a while 
you get a little bit more comfortable in that uncomfort, but it's always mm-hmm. nerve-wracking. Mm-hmm. Always. I think part of part of I think part of anything that will help you grow is going to be yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. Stretching. Exactly. Yep. So I feel like um, if you have something that you want to pursue, if you have a dream and you're trying to do the same thing, just push through that because it's going to be people that's going to support you and it's going to be people that love you. And just focus on that. Thank you so much for that. I, I love I love your spoken word. I love your, your, your work. Thank you. I appreciate it. And Katie, yeah. thank you for having me. This has been amazing. No problem at all. And then I just wanted to piggyback kind of off of what Patrick was saying, Jacqueline. You know, definitely, us, us being performers, us being writers and artists, I mean, there was one time I actually went to the, the spot, and it's called Patrick Cafe. I think I, I picked one night where I was and um, it was an event where they had rappers, you know, spoken word artists, everybody. I remember I went there um, to do a performance. And mind you, I hadn't been there since college. So this is me going back out the limelight after being out of the limelight for about, maybe about a good five, six years. Um, and when mm-hmm. I went there, it felt like I almost froze on stage. I even actually said the wrong thing. Um, but, you know, I made it through. And it was funny because even the guy made a joke. He was like, oh, she thinks she, she wasn't going to get booed tonight. She was quick. And, uh, <laughs> and it was a matter of, you know, I had nerves. But then after that, you know, one performance of me going in front of those people, it was like, yeah, I still got my voice out there. But I felt like after that performance, I made sure that I improved because after that I had, you know, mm-hmm. my, my signing. Then I had you know, my my friend's CEO event, and I had a few other things after that where I did performances at. Um, and, of course, you know, mm-hmm. looking around the crowd, you, you want to try to make sure that you're remembering that piece or whatever it is. And and it'll mm-hmm. come to you. We have to improvise. <laughs> but, um, mm-hmm. but, <laughs> but believe me, it, I, it never leaves you, but you still just keep going. Yeah, it's, it's the, the quiver in the voice that... Um, that betrays me. <laughs> so well, and then even you can even <laughs> thing that I would even offer is definitely practice in the mirror. That that's the one thing that mm-hmm. I do because the thing with my face. I remember my cousins they used to te- tease me when I was little and I would sing or perform. They would be like, "Ew, what's wrong with your face? Why are you making the face?" <laughs> be very conscious of the face that I make when I'm speaking or when I'm talking. So that could be mm-hmm. another thing that you know bypass that as well. Exactly. Also, practice practice with your closest of friends because they tend to be the most brutal. (laughs) So if you can overcome reciting anything that you have to say around them, you can kill a crowd. Definitely, definitely. That's that's basically what I do. I practice with people who don't even like poetry. Just (laughs) if I can win them over, I can win over anyone. That's how I feel about it. Oh, okay. Sounds good. Yeah. Okay. Well, good well, advice. Good tips. Yes, and I want to say thank you all, ja- Jacqueline and Hatchers. Thank you so much, you guys, for coming on the show. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take uh, another quick break before I get ready to close out. But again, Hatchers, thank you so much for being on. Jacqueline, you have been amazing. Thank you so much for coming on as well. And I hope you two thank have you. a wonderful night. Okay. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you so much, Miss Katie. Thank you, and you thank all you. take care. Love your show. Thank you, love. Yes, it's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> Thank you so Have much, love. Wonderful night. All right. 
All right, bye-bye. So, loves, we're going to take a short break here. I'm going to go ahead and drop you this tune by Quadrant called Baby Be Mine on the Naturalista Experience. You 
All right, love. So today's show was No One Knows a Poet, Part 3. We featured spoken word artist Hattress. Um, so, you, of course, you know, he told us about his, you know, growth, his path of where he's going with his writing. So if you want to know how you can also, you know, experience the same thing that Hattress did, just know that No One Knows a Poet is actually going to be an official podcast series that we will air once a month. Uh, subscribers to my Patreon account, you guys will have the ability to come on air and be interviewed and showcase your work on the Naturalista Experience. Just make sure that you go to that website. It's patreon.com forward slash Katie underscore naturalista. That's K-A-T-Y-N-A-T-U-R-A-L-I-S-T-A. Make sure you go on there, sign up, because this is a great opportunity for a lot of you emerging authors, poets, and artists. So, of course, loves, let's keep those creative juices flowing and keep the artistic word alive. Just remember to tune in with me next week's Saturday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time so you can catch the next episode of The Naturalist Experience. It's another great and exciting episode. You do not want to miss it. Again, loves, this is The Naturalist Experience. I hope to see you next week. And always, follow me on IG, Twitter, Facebook, and check out that YouTube as well as naturalistapublishing.com. Katie Naturalista out.